Live website, we are Hack the Dino, bringing you all the nonsense variety in an hour. Of a show. Of a show. About video games. I'm Ben. That's Dan. McGuinness. We're a bit out of sorts because... We we we, <laughs> we didn't even, get YouTube happening. We weren't set up even like ten seconds ago. Yep, it's been a hell of a week, but that doesn't matter. We're here now with you, our lovely friends, our beautiful audience. I love you, three thousand. <laughs> this is episode sixty nine, dude. No, episode sixty nine, dude. No, stop it, Dan. <laughs> episode sixty nine. Nice. Thank you. Oh, say, I've hacked we have the to dino say it at the same time. No, you're what not. What episode is it? No, sixteen. I'm not. I'm not Nine, playing with you. No, dude. No, you're not hijacking your thing. We've got our thing. Brady and I planned it. It's ours. Hijacking. Yeah. Bill and Ted. No, we've got a hell of a show for you because it's oh. episode sixty-nine. Nice. And if you see any pictures on the show today that aren't the big, the right resolution, it was Ben's fault. <laughs> it's fine. It wasn't. It wasn't him. It was me. So we've got the uh, 30th anniversary of the Game Boy. We're going to talk about that. And I've bought a couple of little surprises happy out of my collection to show and tell. Oh, happy birthday, Game Boy. Uh, and Thanks, mate. <laughs> 30 years old and hasn't gone through puberty. Uh, and we've also got a review of Mortal Kombat 11. It's but not, first... It's not called Game Adult. <laughs> but first... <laughs> I'd just like to thank our sponsors, Greenlight Comics and King Kaiju Collectibles. But more about them later. Dan, yes. What have you been playing the past fortnight? Um, I've had a bit of a um, bit of a retro week. What yeah. do you call it? A, a flashback fortnight. Man, we've sort of switched roles this week. Usually, I, it's me playing all the retro. I stuff. know. Um, but so first up, I played um, Timbleweed Park. I did a stream of that, which, as you can see here, is a point and click adventure. But with a difference, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's made by the same guys who made Maniac Mansion and uh, Monkey Island. What's the first one called? And Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, yeah, but what's the other one? Uh, monkey, Secret of Monkey Island? Return of Monkey well, sure. the Monkey Island game, which are point-and-click adventures. Some monkeys, So an they island. were like, man, it'd be wicked to do a point-and-click adventure in like 2019, or whenever they started it. So they got a Kickstarter going, and they wanted to raise $375,000, yep. and uh, they raised $626,000 straight uh, away. Funny thing, a friend of mine actually was making a point-and-click adventure game as well called Vincent the Vampire. Uh, and his very first time he went to launch it on Kickstarter to try and get the funding to make it, yeah. uh, this launched the same day. <laughs> so, needless so, to say, that didn't go ahead. So um, these guys are the, the OGs of point-and-click adventures. Yeah. Um, what makes this one kind of cool is that it's very funny. The dialogue is like very, very meta. Is that the right word? Like very self-aware that it's a yeah. video yeah. game. Like yeah. If there's a body dying on the ground, we go, we have instead of like them going before the... Like they say, oh, we have to do stuff before the body rots. They say, we've got to do stuff before the body starts pixelating and all stuff like that. And they're like, very, very, very funny um, thing. It's got the style. Um, they wanted Twin Peaks mixed with X-Files mixed with True Detective. Right. I can see it. That's a good combination. Yeah. And they kind of got it. Um, the only problem is that I played it on my stream and I just don't like point and click adventures <laughs> I worked out. And I'm like, it's a great point and click adventure. But for a stream when you've got people watching and you've just got like endless dialogue scenes, which is what we're kind of looking at here. Yep. I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. And then I just like canned it, stopped it and played Resident Evil 2 for the next three hours with people. <laughs> and I think that describes you perfectly, Dan. Yeah. Sit back, appreciate it. Muse at the meta humor, maybe interact with people and get them to choose the decisions. Nah, give me shooting zombies in the face with my gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so it didn't work very good on the stream, but it doesn't 
that doesn't mean it's not a good game. It is a beautiful point and click adventure. There's a lot of swearing in it. There's a lot of funny humor. It's just like taking tropes from everything. Like, in, as I said, the X-Files. You play Secret Agents. You play um, ooh, dreams, Flashback. Dream Scene. Um, and I've seen that there's bits where you actually go back into Maniac Mansion. Oh, with cool. the original Maniac Mansion graphics as well. And stuff like that. So the, it's very uh, a handshake to the past. So that's the first game. Handshake to the past. I made that up as I was that's saying insane. it. That is the Hack the Dino Handshake to the Past. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Handshakes to the Past here on Hack the Dino. Dan, what past have you been also been handshaking? So I have also been um, handshaking with, uh, I have created my own hyperspin unit. Remember, more than one shake with your hand, you're playing with it. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, Hyperspin Unit is basically um, where you can back up all your old school retro games. Oh, I do enjoy backing up. We'll do back uh, them up and put, old school games I've legally purchased. Same here <laughs> throughout the years. And I have put and you put them into a menu system. As what you can see here, you can see it goes through and it comes up. This is all the yeah, my my backed up Nintendo sixty four games. The yep. whole catalog. That yeah, I've act- I actually saw that game earlier, just over there in your, in your bookcase. I actually do have that one. Um, and this is just going through the front, the first menu. These are the Game Boys and stuff like that. And so I've been creating this console over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with it and I've got it going. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I invited my friend Jen and Liz over, yep. my friends, and we decided to play a bit. And we decided to do PlayStation 1 and we hit... Um, uh, the first game we played that night was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I've got some footage, Braden. Bring it up. Oh, do we? Are oh, you playing do? it? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a couple of the games. So... So yeah, we and it's in the it's like yep, this is it the original Hell like yeah. graphics of Tony Hawk's Two, which in my opinion is the best Tony Hawk's game. Um, so we were playing that and we we're having lots of fun. It was just great to get back to those old graphic roots days, like because they've remade this game now with like you know, bejiggered graphics and stuff. Yep, bejiggered. It's uh, no handshake to the past, that's for sure. <laughs> Never gonna let that. You down. love that. that oh, no, that, that's 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 canon. Can that be our like, logo from now on? Hack the Dino, a handshake to the past. That's, we're gonna get t-shirts printed. <laughs> I've been looking for some slogans, and we had now in two point five D and uh, another one. I will HMO one you, but uh, handshake to the past. That's <laughs> that's that's it. That's, that's number our, one with the board. That's our um, our retro. When we ever want to talk about retro, it's a handshake. The to handshake the past. <laughs> to the past. Yes. Um, also, uh, we, we had that night, we did a big, um, session on Worms Armageddon. Right. Do you remember Worms? I remember Worms. You're a Worms person? I love Worms. So here we are. Um, and so we, you get, Worms is amazing when you get a couple of people playing it and it's great because you only have to use one controller. So it's not one of those setting up heaps of control games. You have four people playing, but Worms is the best when you get the, um, you set your teams up and you put all the worms as names of people you like and don't like. So you Sweet. specifically, you know, you know, people you work with that irritate you and stuff like that. And you just like can shoot these worms and stuff. So we did that. And the last one we did was um, we, we crept over onto all my backed up Dreamcast games. Oh, right. Yep. And yeah, yep. we had a go. We had a run in of Crazy Taxi. So did you ever yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The whole uh, only soundtrack is Offspring. Yep, and the thing it's basically just an Offspring album, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and the Dreamcast holds up beautifully. It's still got these like crisp, rad, blocky graphics that always work, and the arcadeness of the Dreamcast because a lot, of, as, as people know, it's probably my, one of my favorite. It's my favorite console. Yep, um, and it, it was just a great night, and it's just a trip down a handshake to the past of a night. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I, there was a whole lot more I played as well. I also, uh, what uh, footage I haven't got for you guys is I played the um, PlayStation 2 Jackass game. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, Which is surprisingly fun. Really? <laughs> there was so much, to, so many little skits. So just like um, physics-based things, like, you know, throw Steve-O down a hill and you control him while he rolls down, you have to hurt him the most. And it's quite fun. Because Steve-O. Mm. Bit weird seeing Ryan Dunn in there, though. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Mm. But anyhow. There's a handshake to the past for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been... The whole show. <laughs> uh, I, I uh, have been embracing the future. It's not as quite as catchy. With uh, I, I got P- Cuphead for the Switch. Uh, it came out earlier this week, and you can see it on screen here. This is actual Switch footage of Cuphead. Uh, this game is as beautiful it is, as it is on the Xbox. It's uh, yeah, whatever you've heard about it, it's great. Um, it's got- primarily a boss rush level, so this is one of the bosses from the first level. Uh, and they usually have three stages that you have to get through. Um, there is a baby mode that you can play if you want it, but if you play the baby <laughs> mode... Um, you don't get anything. Like, it's not worth playing it. No, because... You, you can't progress with it. No, you can't at all. It's uh, so annoying. And it's... Uh, why? Why is that, Dan? Because... Because you play baby mode? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's it's just like, uh, if a boss is too hard, you're like, oh, okay, I'll, 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 I'll put it down to a bit easier. And then like you beat him and like, oh, I still have to do it in hard to progress. Yeah, but it's not hard. It's just... <laughs> no, it is. They have a specific pattern. They're like, at no time... Like, I was playing it and you go... Argh! F word all the time. But uh, I think what this does really, really well is you can learn the uh, the pattern very, very it's quickly. It's very patterning. Like, you, you have to die. You have to accept that you're going to die. It's like Sekiro. You have to die to learn the pattern and eventually you do beat it. You have a good run and you, you eventually get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this oh. not only is it a boss rush, you have platform levels and bullet hell levels. So there's a little bit of variety there as well. Um, I... I Cannot understand the people who do the passive runs or whatever they do there in order to get the black and white. What do you mean pl- passive runs? Uh, I, oh, you don't kill anything. Uh, <laughs> I don't defeat any of the general enemies. Yeah. Um, but beautiful game. Uh, beautiful music. It's perfect on the Switch. and uh, That's yeah. good because I, I'm, I, I always want to buy things on the Switch. Because of its, of its on-the-go kind of vibe. Yeah, there will be one little thing that annoys you. You can see... Oh, they can't see it on screen, but in the loading uh, menu, there's a little hourglass that sort of jumps and flips as the, the yeah, yeah. boss is loading. Uh, on the Switch, you can tell when it's loaded because that hourglass sort of like stalls for half a second and oh. then flips over. That's the only thing that I've gone, you, you guys should have just taken that out. <laughs> you should have just had the grain on the screen and just left out that uh, glitching little loading... Man, yeah, it doesn't. That, a, loading, a glitchy loading screen doesn't bother me. No, so I mean, this is going to be a game that I come back to over the next couple of months. I don't think I'll sit down and just, uh, yeah, handshake well, me, it. Me and uh, it, it's 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 often this game is better with two people. Yeah. That's a, so how do you play it with two people on the Switch? You have to like oh, oh two Joy Cons. Oh yeah, yeah, the little uh, the little man, the little Joy Cons, the, uh, the little guys. Um, yeah. So I found I played this the other day with my mate couch co-op um, yep. and it was quite very very fun it made it a lot easier right because you know and you can steal each other's lives if one person's going better than the other one look at that firepower the guy's got the, yeah it's great that's heaps better than what I had speaking of firepower little game came out this week that I uh, purchased Mortal Kombat 11 is out I got it on the PlayStation 4 uh, been playing now Braden yeah here we go junk punch time yeah, you can bring this up Braden this is the actual Ooh. in-game footage yeah Junk punch. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> I've already gone through the storyline. I've completed the storyline. I've got the bad ending, the good ending, and the uh, best ending. 
Uh, the storyline is what you'd think a Mortal Kombat storyline would be, full of plot holes and hokey as hell. But man, it's great. Do they have the Mortal Kombat music in it at all? Like they did in the trailer? No. No, no, oh, that man, was just that trailer. Make, they blew that. Come on. Uh, it's... I... Uh, I really enjoyed my time with it. I really enjoyed playing it, even though it's a hokey storyline, even though Ronda Rousey's uh, reads are <laughs> so bad, they're almost good. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, a I, fun I game. I this game's going to be violent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've played a little bit of Tower uh, and a little bit of... I haven't played online because, let's be honest, I'm going to get my butt whooped. Um, oh, dude, why would you ever play these games online? No, you're just going to get... Absolutely dismantled. Uh, one thing I didn't like that Mortal Kombat 10 did really well, like if you chose medium on Mortal Kombat 10 in the storyline mode, it progressively got harder as you worked up into the boss. Whereas this one, if you choose medium, it, yeah, I felt it stayed the same level the whole time. Like mediumly hard. Yeah. So, well, yeah. your, your normal medium so setting. all the characters were just like the same hardness. Yeah, basically. That's, um, that's weird. Yeah, so there wasn't really any skill progression, I guess. I only play this game to play couch cult with friends anyway. Yeah. Like, fighting games and like... The storyline's worth it because you get a taste of each of the characters. Uh, and, you know, it, it's basically like watching a movie, a Mortal Kombat movie, but you get to interact with the fight scenes. Um, now, a couple of things I uh, thought were a bit... Uh, uh, they didn't tell us before Mortal Kombat 11 launch that the microtransactions, like we knew there was going to be a crypt and you could unlock stuff in the crypt and you can buy currency in order to oh, unlock yeah. it faster. Why not? However, they didn't tell us that each character will only be starting with one fatality and one brutality. Ah. And then in order to get oh, uh, the rest of it, you have to get them in the crypt, which is a randomly generated loot box. So you have to go in there with your coins and hope that you find the correct randomly generated loot box in order to get Is your... the crypt still a, um, a graveyard? It, no, Shokan's. It's the first uh, game. So Shokan's... Uh, sorry, Shang Tsung's Island. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, it, that I... They didn't mention that at all and, and that's why because it's... it's that's, that, that's It's a big money grab. Uh, I think, people love the fatalities. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're given one and like they're not the best ones. So you have to just really, really hope that you fluke a fatality. I'm sure they'll come out with like a season pass fatality or something pack, yeah. Yeah, soon where you can just spend 20 bucks on it and buy it. But still, that seems a little bit dodgy to me. Um, so you got this bit here of, of Sub-Zero up Sub-Zero. Here. Yeah, I do want to talk about Sub-Zero just a little bit. Uh, at first, I was a bit bummed. Like, Okay. Anyone who uses Sub-Zero... Uses Sub Zero because he freezes people. He's cheap, like and he's good. Oh, he's good, but he's also cheap. Is you freeze from him. Is that a cold lady? Yeah, it's frost. Um, you uh, like an axe. You it's... could usually spam the ice, uh, uh, icing fireballs, whatever they're called. Uh, sorry, what now? Ice balls. Ice balls. You can sp- <laughs> you can spam your balls. Uh, oh, so pretty he quickly. Just, he just fires them out as darts. Yeah, well, that's one of his moves. But you can usually... Uh, the freezing ice balls, you can uh, spam pretty quickly. However, in this game, I think they've nerfed it a bit. And there's a slight sort of microsecond delay as he powers up to throw like, it. Yeah, so it's not as instantaneous. So the you game, can't just <sighs> spam it, spam it, spam it, spam it. You really have to pick your timing. And at the start, I thought, oh, that's a bit dodgy. I don't really like that. But then as the game progressed and I played a little bit more, I actually liked it a lot more because it gave... Uh, the technique used to win a fight a lot more meaning. Can we just talk about why Sub-Zero is Marcus Phoenix from Xbox, (laughs) from Gears of War? Actually, on that, on the redesigns of all the characters, I really love it. Uh, Like, 
Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero clearly has a more Chinese look to him. Okay. Uh, Scorpion is more of a, a Japanese uh, background to him. Does he have um, his mask, Scorpion? No, because he's human in this one. Oh, well, is that the, Scorpion there? Yeah, Scorpion there. That's Hanshi. They both look like uh, troopers. Katana uh, has also no longer looks Caucasian, which I think is really, really great. Uh, the redesigns look really cool. I really enjoy it. Um, the general mean? idea behind it in that Chronica, the mistress of time, has just meshed timelines together. Uh, so you've got uh, different copies of the same character existing in the same space. It's always like, the dream, that kind of stuff. Turtles forever, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, young Johnny Cage. <laughs> with did they turtles forever it? <laughs> they did, but uh, a lot more effective. Actually, no, that cartoon was pretty good. It was heaps good. Uh so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, well worth playing. As I said, I finished the storyline now. I might go back and do it again on a little bit of a harder level and play some of the characters I didn't play on the first run through. Um, storyline, it definitely sort of retcons and fixes a lot of the uh, the retconning that's happened in the past couple of games since Midway folded and uh, Neverrealm Studios took over. That's all right. But uh, I, I really like it. I uh, really recommend it. I actually think it's probably the Best Mortal Kombat game in that whole series as it stands. Yeah, right. So cool. you should give it a go. And both of you have it. We both own well, it. Well, I've got it now. Yeah. And I, it's still sealed. I right. I've been busy. Oh, what's he doing? His lips are sealed. Um, speaking of Mortal Kombat, let's head on into the news because we've got a little bit to get through this week. Uh, with Mortal Kombat 11, and just the other day, we had leaks or data miners uh, on the Switch. Switch again. Uh, data miners oh, on the no, Switch no. have uh, found what appears to be leaks for DLC characters for Mortal Kombat 11. What they've found, they've appeared to find, is pictures that were not set up properly <laughs> for the stream and they're a bit small. <laughs> So we can see there what they found is Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, Sindel, Fujin, and Shiva. Now, Shiva already appears in the game, in the storyline, as does Shang Tsung. He's in um, the uh, crypt. As we said, he introduces it, and he's voiced by the original Shang Tsung uh, movie Dude, actor. Man. Yeah. You're like, your soul is mine. I okay. never, yeah, I never liked Nightwolf, and I never liked Sindel, so I don't know why they're there. I don't mind Nightwolf. He throws the green power axes, doesn't he? Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, and Fujin was only in two games, I think. Yeah, he's like a 3D character. Yeah, like from the 3D Mortal Kombat one. 4, he's the wind and there's god. Another, there's another guy that looks like him as well. He, uh, I mean, like, they, they got your long-haired Fujin. I think there's a short-haired Fujin. Or oh, is that what he looks like in this game? Um, not sure. Don't we haven't know. seen characters. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but there were... Previously in Mortal Kombat, they're well known for bringing in characters like the Predator, uh, oh, yeah. Leatherface. Yeah, they've, they've gone ham on this already. They have. They? Here are the rumors uh, that the data mines think that we're getting uh, for the more, not comical, but the more fan service type characters you can have. Spoon, which has been heavily rumored for a while. The Terminator, which is pretty cool. Joker. It, well, which, I didn't know which Terminator we were talking about. Is it like... The T-1000, the T-100. Oh, it'd be the T-1000, surely. No, the 1000 is the liquid man. Oh, so T-100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joker, which I think fits, considering they I did... Joker, um, uh, oh, yeah, because that was from DC versus... No, Mortal no. Kombat. Well, they also... Um, now that the realm also do Injustice. Injustice, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's my favourite one, Ash. If we can get Ash in here, I will be one very happy man. I was actually playing one of the, the PlayStation 2 um, Evil Dead games. Really Fistful of Boomstick? Um, the one where you start in the cabin and you do the whole Evil Dead 2 in, as the prologue and it's wicked. Oh, right. There's another one. It's another one. I tried the Fistful Boomstick and it was a bit... Yeah, it's a bit rubbish. But this one was cool. But it's got Bruce Campbell voicing it, so... Yeah. Yay. Uh, yeah, I saw the, uh, the little trailer for him doing this. Did you see that? 
No. It's like a little skit of him like going, "Hi, I'm I'm actor Bruce Campbell," and he's like, "I'm voice acting for like Mortal Kombat or whatever," and um. Yeah, and he's just like going, am I still going to get paid? Like, you know, just hamming it up. It was pretty funny. Bruce Campbell hamming things up. What? No, I don't believe it. Okay, uh, speaking of not believing things, you heard about this really cool game called Katana Zero? Yeah, this is weird, this story. Yeah, bring it up, Brayden. So this is a side-scrolling. You play a ninja assassin who, through the use of various substances, can see into the future and decide the best way to uh, hit your assassination assassinated target. That makes sense. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Let's move on. Uh, Anyway, because of the... uh, the the violence and the, the themes alluring to taking of illicit substances, it's been banned and refused classification in Australia. Of course. Because an R18 plus uh, doesn't doesn't uh, stop the goody two-shoe wankers at uh, the Australian Board of Bullshit from... Oh, I swore them. Uh, <laughs> it, it angers me. Like, we're grown people. Yeah, if yeah, you're over 18, we have the right to determine what we want to see... Uh, and what we want to play. If you don't want to have ju- drug use in anything, don't have it in anything. Yeah. Right? You're going to have to go back and get rid of Robocop 2. Yeah. <laughs> and it's new- this whole negative stigma that, oh, they play games that are going to be influenced to blah, blah, X, Y, Z, uh, which has been proven wrong time and time and time again. It's just a scapegoat that politicians like to use, so it looks like they're actually Do you doing when something. They, they refused classification for Fallout, and they had to change, like, one of your. One of the things that you took was like morphine, and they had to change it to a made-up drug before it was like, and they actually changed it for Bethesda. Yeah, like to get into Australia. Yeah, like, it's. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, what happened to vi- Look at the violence in this game. And they don't care the violence about- wasn't the problem. Like, they Mortal Kombat. We were just looking at Mortal Kombat. Some of the fatalities there. Uh, actually Sub-Zero, horrendous. Yeah, Sub Zero puts you in ice stocks, chops off your head, picks up your chopped head, freezes it, and then punches it apart. But. This 16-bit pixelated graphics, which alludes to drug use, is not good. Not it's not on. It is the... Lo- yeah, Rabo. Absolutely ridiculous. R- ridiculous humans. Anyway, at this point, I'd like to mention that <laughs> last week, I uh, mentioned that you can get a different region and access different stores uh, through your Switch by making a, an account is based in the US. Game? Yes. Oh, yeah. Based in the US or based in Japan. Very un-Switch. You can, you can visit those stores and uh, buy games that... Maybe haven't been uh, classified in Australia that you want to play, for example. Maybe yeah, you should right. look into it. Maybe. maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe give that a go. You can While you're there, you can check out my whole games collection that I've got backed up. Yes. <laughs> Legally. Legally, of course. Give down a good sh- handshake to the past while you're there. Speaking of hands. Hey. <laughs> this, this was for me and not anyone else. Oh, but a Goomba little toy model from the 80s has been released. Uh, well, being found. found can, you, can, can you see something there on that second picture? In the middle one. In that middle one there? He has arms that he's holding behind his he back. He has hands and arms he's been holding behind his back for the past 30 years. This blew my mind. More than 30 years. Well, he's whatever a, it is. He's a very patient Goomba. They are like uh, Nintendo telling me for all this time, Goomba has been able to use his hands. You imagine the carnage he'd be able to cause? He'd be, able to, he'd be able to go, oh, don't jump on me. He, yeah. <laughs> he'd be able to pick things up, like, you know, dignity. It'd be a lot easier to see if the picture was the right size, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it now. Oh, we man. understand. Um, do you know what I'm going to leave? Our next news topic. Because Capcom have announced the Capcom Home Arcade Machine. 
Uh, it's going to retail for $362 US, uh, and it has a plethora of arcade games, uh, Wait, some of which... Machine? That's it. Oh, that's It's the Capcom it. logo, yeah. Oh, my God, that is horrible. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I, I mean, it's got... was just a graphic when it kept coming up. No. Like, oh, okay. Can you imagine sitting with that on your lap, playing it? And if you want to play a two-player game, look how close you have to be to that person sitting on your couch, playing no, with the controls. as long as this table. Okay. Oh, I don't like, know. I it's about that long. It better be. Like and yeah, yeah that, that's a six button setup. So it's oh, it's probably about that long. It's like an arcade. What I really like is the camouflage buttons that you can't really see. <laughs> you just have to sort of hope you're pressing oh, the right all one. The games. So that's all the games. They're really really cool. Uh, they're re-releasing okay. Alien vs Predator, uh, which they haven't done before. Uh, it's never been ported from the arcades. So that's really really, really cool. Uh, but for oh, plug and play, three hundred and sixty-two dollars US. Oh, at the moment you can only pre-order it in the United Kingdom. <laughs> oh, that's the end of it. So I'm sure that will change. But at the moment, the only place you can pre-order is in the United Kingdom. Uh, so it's coming out on the 25th of October, as we can see there. And just look at the games. Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, which is the hang best on, version. Hang on, hang on. There's, how much is it? 362 US. And so that's we're looking, all the games on it? Yeah, so you're looking at a probably about $550, let's say. Okay, so how many are there? One, two, three, four. How many is there? Four by four is 16. Okay. 16. What's, what's 500 divided by 16? Uh, well, uh, any layman can tell you, Dan, that uh, 500 divided by 16 on your phone. is <laughs> 31.25. So you're paying $31 for 25-year-old games. Well, it's each. Honestly, that's pretty fair. Do you know what's not on there? What? Oh, no, it doesn't matter. It's the wrong system. You're not, <laughs> you're not, get, you're not getting physical copies of but these But do you know what's though? wicked? Captain Commando is a rad one. Yep. AVP is a good one. Mega Man The Power Battle? Is that that? Is that like that Street Fighter-esque Mega yeah. Man game, which yeah, yeah. isn't very good at all? Yep. Yep. Uh, Puzzle Fighter 2 is good. Super Street... Oh, sorry. Street What's Fighter 2 is good. What's that Pro Gear down the bottom there? Uh, I've not played that. I, I don't think it was released here. Uh, but funny thing that I didn't know, you know, Captain Commando... I'm pretty Commando. sure I backed that up onto my system from the uh, copy I've got. Oh, yeah. Uh, Captain <laughs> Commando... Uh, it's a beautiful game. That was the first game where I could chop someone in half with the ninja, the weird mummy character, the knives. I didn't realize that he was like a uh, a Capcom uh, a mascot. Mascot, yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Oh, really? He's in yeah. heaps of the stuff. Well, it makes sense because his initials would be Capcom. Capcom. Maybe that's what. Oh, maybe that's the first thing that. Maybe they made that the name from him. No, I I think they made Captain Commando the. Uh, it's something computer. What do you reckon? What, what do you reckon Capcom stands for? I don't know. Capybara. It'll be because it's Japanese, isn't it? So it'll be something like because Famicom is like family computer. Yep. So Capcom would be saying like something. Com- we'll look into it. Yeah. We'll right. look into it and Mate. come Happy back next from week. Super Mario Odyssey. No, Braden. This isn't about you and your current timeline. <sighs> Does that make you feel sad, Braden? Me yelling at you? Yep. Does it make you feel really sad? Sad. Oh, well, then maybe you should get an Xbox S All Digital Edition. The Xbox Sad has been announced, and here it is on screen. What an absolutely pointless machine this is. Now, this was the discless drive that we were talking about before. Have, have you guys seen the ad that they did for this? Oh, we've got it. <laughs> That'll be bringing up. No, I, I, I cut it out because it was so bad. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like... We've got Sitting no around the boardroom? So yeah, you don't even know what it is. Like, it's, all this, it's supposed to be like, you know, trying to... Jazz it up, trying to make it a bit funny and comical, and like you know, how are we going to make this and all this stuff? And so this comes uh, with Sea of Thieves digitally, of course, like and controller. costs six hundred and forty nine dollars Australian. Six hundred and forty nine dollars Australian, 
That's without the disk drive and without the Blu-ray player. So do you know what you can get for $350? No. You can get an Xbox One S with a disk drive and Blu-ray player, a uh, Blu-ray, Blu-ray player, and four games from EB. <laughs> I looked oh, it up Jesus. just before. $350. You can get this exact thing. And hey, if you didn't want physical copies, guess what else you can do on the Xbox One S? You can just download copies onto it and have it all digital. This uh, this yeah, machine it's, it's, is completely pointless. You know, it's just a money-making device. It is completely... Like, had they bought it out and it was like 250 bucks, then yeah. Uh, my wife said, oh, did they just have too many Xboxes and they're just trying to sell them off? I said, no, they actually made a new machine. It doesn't even... It's not even the same body. Well, it costs more than the S, the normal S. And the S isn't even their high-end system. It's the X. So they're asking for like almost Xbox X prices for a machine where you get less that you can do with it. Like a refurbished Xbox One S is $260 Australian. That's weird, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. Why anyone would spend $650 Australian on a digital thing when they can save $400 by getting a refurbished one and just download digital games on that is absolutely mind-boggling. It's not even smaller. They've taken out this disk drive and it's not even smaller, so it's not like something you can put in your bag and take with you when you go on trips or something. Absolutely pointless. Having said that, if you're a collector, you might want to grab one of these. Okay, <laughs> they're not going to make many, eh? No. <laughs> um, speaking of collections and collectors, Persona what? 5 Scramble was announced for Switch. How is that speaking of collectors? Because you collect things in Persona oh, okay. 5. <laughs> uh, so apart this, from this game, you don't. This looks like a, just a killer. I mean, like a, a slasher game. Like, look yeah. at this. Look at, uh, yeah, yeah. So... Boards. Hyrule Warriors, uh, there was a Fire Emblem one. Uh, Atlas. Atlas, that's the dev company that made Persona. Well, who's the other one? I don't know, some partnership. Anyway, a lot of people... They did a Metal Gear. They did a Metal Gear like that as well. Yeah, a lot of people... Yeah, it was called Metal Gear Survive. Uh, (laughs) No, not that one. (laughs) A lot of people were really, really hoping for Persona 5 to be released on Switch. Me as well. Uh, There was a lot of rumors that this Persona 5S or Persona 5 Scramble was that... It's not. I'm sorry. Uh, stop writing angry letters. Stop downvoting. You didn't get what you wanted based on absolutely no evidence at all. It's something you made up in your head <laughs> and chose to run run with it. Get over it. It's on the PlayStation 4. They're very cheap. They're not $650. You can buy it. You can play that game. You don't have to play everything on the go. It's true. All right. Sit on your couch with your mates at home. Speaking of sitting on your couch with your mates... A new mode was revealed in Fortnite today, a limited time mode, which is uh, I was playing just before. It's basically Avengers Endgame crossed with Fortnite. So what you have is two teams. It's Thanos. Uh, one team is the uh, the Chikari from the first Avengers film, like Thanos' yeah, henchmen. Yeah, they're, 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 they're rubbish, those guys. And the other is made up of your avatars, and you're randomly chosen. And what happens is the Chikari are trying to get the uh, Infinity Gams as they land. Uh, and uh, a person is uh, chosen to be Thanos yeah. at random. That dude saved the universe. I know. And the others who are uh, Fortnite players or your Fortnite icons, avatars, uh, you come down, you automatically have a treasure map with the Avenger logo on it. You find a chest. And within that chest, you have uh, one of five weapons, Hawkeye's bow, Captain America's shield, uh, Stormbreaker, and... Uh, Stormbreaker's clearly the one to get. <laughs> no, actually. Oh, Hawkeye's uh, bow. That's Hawkeye's bow and Iron Man's gauntlets, which nice. are so OP. It's hilarious. It's really great. I was playing this just before we came here. Um, you can fly, can't you? Oh, she's on the and, Yeah, you fly and you f- shoot things. Um, 
it's just so much fun. It's completely random. You die and you respawn. Uh, it's like Doesn't a look like a fifty on fifty battle. I actually got randomly selected to be Thanos one battle, and that was really cool as well. Um, unlike the original Thanos uh, one that came out last year to um, hype with uh, Infinity War, oh this one is not all versus one. This is a uh, a fifty fifty team thing where the heroes have to stop you from getting the infinity gauntlet uh, gauntlet the gams <laughs> i meant to say gams and gauntlet so gauntlet uh the gams. it's just a hell of a lot of fun uh so fortnite have uh, have 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 bought my uh, attention for another 10 days <laughs> uh another thing fortnite Shameless got from me cash grab well they're also bringing out avengers skins for the main game as well at the moment, you can get Black Widow, so I'm just hanging, biding my time. I will be buying some skins for the first time ever because I'm going to get Captain America, I'm going to get Thor, I'm going to get Iron Man. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you haven't sold me on anything so far. Really? Nah. This doesn't pique your interest at all? Just, no, not just one bit. I haven't even seen it. Crazy fun. Uh, we'll see here. I think just before we move on to our next segment, this might be the Iron Man gloves. So if we can see this, I'll oh, be search, very, search, very happy. No. no, it's Stormbreaker. Anyway, you should go check it out. It's really, really awesome. Groot. Brayden. Groot. Groot. <laughs> hey, do you know who else is Groot? Great. Groot. Groot. Groovy. Who else I am is Groot. Groot. King Kaiju Collectibles. Hey. King Kaiju Collectibles has been a supporter of the show for many, many years, even though we've only been around for like two. Uh, he supplies you with all the things from Japan that you love that are not edible or, you know, out of vending machines. Sometimes he brings me a lolly from Japan when mm. he comes in. Uh, sometimes he brings you mini capsule machines. But he'll bring you, dear viewers slash listener, all the type of video games and plastic stuff that you like in order to fill up your home and get your beloved other person to yell at you to start selling your yeah, crap over. because it's just sorry king kaiju collectibles check him out he, at greenlight comics at greenlight Speaking comics greenlight comics that's my shop come down to greenlight comics pick up graphic novels look at king kaiju stuff talk to me and ross and gina and sarah and sometimes mark uh, <laughs> <laughs> just run through everyone and yeah. yeah that's all i've got really to say about it the ad's going too long uh, no, Brayden cut it off. <laughs> Damn straight, I cut it off. Uh, Greenlight Comics. See you there. That's not your phrase. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's what See comes up at the end of the ad. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> See you soon. And there. Uh, now, we mentioned at the top of the show that the 21st of April was the 30th anniversary of the Game Boy being released in Japan. 30 years. So, do you know what else is old? You. You're old. I'm not. You are. All right, let's Pulling go. people out. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot to... Here it is. Here's the boy here. So he's got no face because he's green. Happy birthday. <laughs> Hack the Dino now available on the Game Boy. You can't put it in front of your face. Oh, you, I was seeing... going to know that. <laughs> My God. So that's the Game Boy. Big old brick. I had one of these. Uh, I still remember when I was young um, when these were released and I was... Really, really hoping for one, but I never don't know. That's an illegal cart. Uh, I was really, really <laughs> hoping. I was really, really hoping that I would get one, but never expected to because I had a, a NES and my parents were very stringent on what they bought me because apparently I had an addictive personality or something. What? <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, so I was absolutely blown away when I got one for my birthday that year. Oh, really? And just remember sitting there playing it for ages. I played Kirby's Dreamland yeah. uh, over and over again. Tetris, yeah, Kirby's Dreamland is rubbish. You can just float up the top and float across the whole screen. The whole game. Yeah. Um, so 
I thought we'd reminisce a little bit. I bought a couple of things to show and tell. But Dan, first, what are your memories of Game Boy? Um, first up was uh, my biggest. Whenever anyone says the word Game Boy to me, it just cuts straight to the game Australian Game Boy TV commercial. <laughs> game Boy Super Mario Land. Do you remember this? No, game I remember Boy it. We F1 sung this. Race. We're not going to sing the whole thing. No. Don't forget your yeah, chairs too. Maybe we'll Use that editing technique, Brandon. No, no. Um, so, yeah, this, obviously this was the big ad you can see here. This is a very bad quality. You can't find this like in any good quality this ad anywhere. But um, so that was my first memory, but living in Australia of Game Boy. Um, my second one was that my friend, I had a friend down the road, and in um, she, and she would just, she wasn't into video games at all, but she would just religiously play the Game Boy Tetris. It's all she played, just over and over and over again. It was weird to see something like someone like her, who's fully not into video games, is 100 percent addicted to a video game. It's one of the best Tetris ports out there. Yeah, yeah. I uh, don't know why. Uh, you know, driving down the street at night with my Game Boy like this because there was no light function. You had to sort of like yeah, angle yeah. it and hope for a street light to go past if you're playing in the car. Oh yeah. As well as not getting car sickness because <laughs> yeah, that stuff happens. Um, yeah. Sorry. Cut but um, yeah. What was it? Um, another great memory of a Game Boy was how I got my Game Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was um, back in the day, I was a skateboarder. Well, I still am a skateboarder, but I was very much into skateboarding. And skateboarders like to skate in schools, like primary school. So you go after the school's closed and you skate all this stuff out, like the stairs and that. And we did that every day at our local school. And then one day I was just there and I'm like, what's that? There's a little bag on the ground. A little, and I unzipped it and there was a Game Boy in there with like 15 games. Oh. So like. Some poor kid I lost know. their Game Boy and collection. I, as an adult now, I would have handed it in. But like back then it was just like, well, there was nowhere to hand it in. It was like, it was nighttime because we would skate at school at night. Oh. And I was just like, oh, cool. I've got Some a little kid has cried for a week and probably still scarred uh, because probably. they left their Game Boy on the bench because they were distracted. Those parents. <laughs> Those parents would be furious. Oh, oh, man, you awful human being. No, I didn't even think it was bad at the time. I understand. <laughs> oh, well, that now. makes it all right. But that's how I acquired my Game You're Boy. You're fine, Hitler. And then um, my, my other Game Boy memory of having that Game Boy is I was working in a pretty, like, soul-crushing job at that time. I might have told this story before, actually, on the show, but I'm going to quickly reiterate. And I, was in the, and I would go sneak to the toilet and have my, like, you know, 55-minute toilet sit down. <laughs> Because I was working in a big factory and no one was missing where, like, if you're away. Oh, wow. Um, and I'd play my Game Boy. And then one day I was like, in there playing my Game Boy and someone came in the cubicle next to me and I thought, oh, I better have a look. And I looked under the cubicle and it was like the big boss's shoes. Like he wore these really, he was a really expensive shoes. And I'm like, it was Snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was boss. infiltrating. <laughs> and so this is the, the biggest guy. I was sitting next to me on the toilet and I'm in the Game Boy. But in, instead of like not playing it, because the buttons you go, 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 click, click, so like, you can hear the buttons. I was just sitting there, like, I was playing um, Skate or Die on it, and I was just pressing the buttons really softly, <laughs> like I wouldn't stop playing. <laughs> and then and he was blown when he went, oh, God, and, I, and I finished that game in that toilet. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> this has been in the, ah. In the, yeah, certain winery. Oh, I can say now, Hardy's Winery. So we got that shut down now. <laughs> Probably because their workers were uh, Play, I mean, bludging. 55-minute toilet breaks playing Game Boy in the toilet. <laughs> anyway, I don't, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. You're going to have to use your imagination. But those of you watching us live on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino or maybe watching the replay over at youtube.com backslash hackthedino, you can see at the front here the good old Booster Boy. No, you do them in order. Get out of the way, Brett. No, I okay. got it. You got it? Oh, there it is up on screen. The Booster Boy, the 
big old peripheral that actually big. goes around your Game Boy. So there's the Game Boy there. It sits in there. And it was supposed to make the screen bigger because it has this magnifying glass at the front, which had a light. Did it work? Uh, it, what it did was make your hands cramp up a lot quicker. <laughs> and the thing is oh, damn yeah. heavy. <laughs> like, it's like... And it has separate batteries as well as the Game Boy. Like, it doesn't run off the Game Boy batteries. And if you're a Game Boy person like me, you know that you were constantly searching for those four AA batteries. Uh, so many remotes. Were like, so many fathers so many. trying to turn on the news. Where's my news? Where's my sport? <laughs> what is going on here? And then like little bam. In this corner. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, so that was one of the, the peripherals that were just... Uh, oh, man. There were a lot of weird ones. Um, I, should we go into more peripherals yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see all the peripherals. Ben's right. board always... Do you want to give some to me and I'll hand them to you? Okay. Bring it around this So, uh, we got here... This is uh, one of the Game Boy cases. Well, we don't have a photo of this. We don't Can have a photo of this. Big Brayden, so we can... Bring oh, us yes, up big. Yes. Uh, this is a Game Boy case. Now, I actually lost old. my original old school one uh, for this, but that's what I used to have my Game Boy living in when I was younger. How do I open this without um, breaking it? You just, it? It snaps and turns to dust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. So you can see there. Oh, look, someone's feces is still in there. Uh, the Game Boy sat on the uh, left-hand side there, and all the games slid in. You could hold about probably four or six games in there. And you just swap them in and out. And I took that everywhere with me. I, I when I lost you it, I was devastated. Cool, the cool kid is like, "Hey guys, just going <laughs> down to the just going down to the park. Let's go." Like I did lion. used to carry it around like that. Yes. Oh my god. Necklace. It's like no, I hang it around my shoulder like a cool it's like dude. One of the rappers' big necklaces. <laughs> no one can hear you now because you're off mic. They heard me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another peripheral ah. that uh, came out with the Game Boy was the Game Boy camera. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So this is the very first selfie. You can see it here uh, and also on the screen. Uh, There's a little camera that slid into the back of the Game Boy. As we're showing, Just as he's showing here. Like so. So it'd go in like that and you could take photos of yourself like that, have selfies or it's a things around you. It's a very Mac looking thing. It is, hey. It's like a very, Mac. it's like an it's, old school like iMac vibe. It's the original iPhone. <laughs> Um, Game Boy phone. Are you going to tell that story about the one at King Kaiju? That's pretty funny. Uh, how King Kaiju found one of these Game Boy cameras over in Japan yeah. and brought it back and put it in his Game Boy. And uh, it was, there was full of Japanese girls. Oh, yeah. no. Photos. Yeah, they weren't... Let's uh, yeah, just leave it at that. They weren't nudie ones. They were yeah, just... They were. They were, no, they were not. You're oh, making no. stuff up. And there's one thing we don't do here is make stuff up. Do you want to see what else they released? To yeah, go yeah. Of the keep Game going, Boy? keep going. So, we've got uh, the original box Whoa, Game Boy here. Look at this. I'll hold this up. Wait a sec, Brayden. Let us uh, show them. Oh, look at it. Before we... So, yeah, an actual boxed one. Yeah, yep. actual box Game Boy. Cut. This is mine from my collection. Uh, now, in Australia, this came packaged with a game. Turns out that game is very, very rare now. What is it? Do you know what game this came out with? Tetris. <laughs> no, well, it did come with Tetris. But on the back, you can see it's all scratched up. It's because the game was stuck on the back. And a majority oh, wow. of Australian cases like this are scratched up like that because the game was glued on there. It came with this little game here. Look how scratched Yeah, because the box was stuck on it. Can we see that at home? It's oh Agrosaur. God. Wow. Agrosaur. Agrosaur connection. That's right. That was only released in Australia. Nice. Uh, and that is now one of the rarest games you can get. What's this it worth? cartridge is worth about $100. 
And if you have a box one, it's about $400. Jesus. So it's about... Yeah, right. So just that little thing there. And it's always the bad games that are worth the most. Yeah, like days before Christmas. Now, due to the... uh, Yeah, well... Uh, due to the popularity of the Game Boy, they brought out a whole series of colours. Uh, I've got one here still in its box. This is how it was originally came out. This is the black Game Boy OG, the DMG 101. It's even still got its warranty card with it. Uh, so that came out in black, red, blue, yellow, green. Uh, the blue one's actually the hardest to find. Nice. The blue? Uh, yeah, the blue one. I've actually got them all at home, but didn't really feel like not box this is the only box one but didn't feel like bringing them is all that in. the actual box this is the actual box how it came like a hard case yeah so this one came in a hard case like that weird cool right so with the popularity of that we got other uh, other items uh this here is a uh still <laughs> on card pouch oh, that's uh I used gave you one of them the other day uh you did but that wasn't on card yeah whereas this one is you know this, I mean? <laughs> that's how it it's appeared in the shops. Um, so yes, I collect things that are still on card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to you talk weird? Nah. Here's weird. Ladies and gentlemen, the Game Boy Calculator. Oh my an God. official Nintendo product. It is a mini Game Boy Calculator. You open it, it looks like a Game Boy. You open it up and there's buttons inside to do all your calculations. It's got here, eight digit display. Auto power off. Unscrew the screws at the back cover for button cell replacement. Caution. Contains glass module, which can cause injury if the toy is broken. So that was 1995, an official Game Boy thing. I really like collecting this rubbish type stuff with Nintendo seals on it (laughs) because they're great. Uh, What else we got? One last thing. What about the Super Game Boy? Super Game Boy, Game bring it up. Uh, yes, that's the US Super Game Boy you can see on the screen right now. The Australian version is a little bit different. I couldn't find the other picture. I forgot to bring my Super Game Boy. I've got two Super Game Boys, both in variant boxes, one from release and one from down the track. I forgot to bring them both. Uh, there's also a Game Boy printer, which you can get, which hooks up to your Game Boy, and you can print your photos oh off God. it. Uh, that's really, really cool. I've got yeah, that one as it, well. It's, it's just a receipt printer, but yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a thermal engine yeah. printer. Uh, but there's also one that I've got still in the box from Japan, which is a Pokemon printer. And I didn't realize how much it was worth until I looked it up the other day on eBay. And it's about $300. Jeez. Nice. What did you get it for? Yen. Uh, a Yens. lot less. Yens. <laughs> a lot less than that. Uh, so the last thing I wanted to show, just to show the difference between Japan and uh, Australia with their Game Boy oh, things, is the same game but in their different boxes. So we can see on the screen here, uh, you've got Pokemon Yellow with Pikachu. Uh, On the left there, we can see uh, the Australian version. And on the right, same game, but from Japan. You can see that the box is a little bit smaller from Japan, a little bit more compact, and uh, I personally think a little bit better. I've got the, um, bring out the picture, Braden. I got the, the, the Mario ones. The Mario ones. Which would have fit beautifully if... Uh, <laughs> if my things you know what, Dan? You need to give yourself a handshake to the past. And I just know. Rela- relax. Relax over it. I'll never get over it. So the Game Boy, still uh, one of my favourite consoles ever. Uh, of course, we had numerous iterations of it. The Game Boy Color, the Game Boy SP, the Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP Advance, uh, right, Game Boy it, Micro. We know, we know. They just kept going, going, going. Still and it making wasn't them now. until the DS that the Game Boy name was officially retired. I'm hoping for a Game Boy Mini. Can you imagine getting one of these with like 5,000 games on but it? But it's half the size. <laughs> no, I just want it that size. 
But that's original not a Game Boy. Size. It's not a mini. They should just re-release it like the thirtieth anniversary Game Boy. Yeah, that would be 35th. a good idea. But yeah, having all oh, the games oh, on yeah, there, that'd 35. be absolutely amazing. Oh, is it thirty fifth? No, thirtieth. Oh, I was gonna say I got the date wrong, but no, nah, I'm right. All right, what's next? What's next is me looking cautiously at Brayden as he pulls the... Uh, Sorry, I'm moving cords and cables across the floor. Just an FYI, Brayden, the uh, cord to the camera was very temperamental before, so... Uh, yep, I'm being careful. Enjoy that. If we go off, it'll just add to my uh, tenseness. Rage. <laughs> Rage. Anyway, yeah, so next up we've got some viewer questions. Viewer question time. Ooh, let's okay. get into it. This let's... Week, we're a bit more organised for viewer questions this week. It's an actual segment with, with actual... Visions. Visions. <laughs> the podcast people will love that. Yeah. Papa, 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 Papa. I'm Papa the say. Podcast people, head on over to YouTube and watch this bit because it's great. Uh, Devil Knits got in touch with us over on our Facebook page. Uh, you can also do that on the Instagram page or drop us an email over at hackthedino.com, whatever you like. And he would like to know, what's been your favourite art style in games? Uh, now, I think we have two very different ideas of what's a really good art style in a game, Dan. Um, Did you see mine? <laughs> I saw yours, but I also know th- the arguments we've had about graphics being uh, how important graphics are to a game. Uh, I- I'm pretty confident that you uh, are more demanding with what your eyes devour. Personally, I love the graphic art from The Wind Waker. I loved it the first time I saw oh, it. I've more done like graphic style. Well, uh, yeah. graphic style. Yeah. For me, Look Wind Waker... That, that like, is, is beautiful. Right? It's very so... What is that? Is that on... That, that'd that be the HD version on the, um, crisp, the Wii U, yeah. Uh, just gorgeous. I love the cell shading. I love the cartoony... Uh, Backgrounds, everything about it. Journey's very similar to this. That cell shading. It looks like it looks like Fortnite. <laughs> Again, not surprising. Uh, it actually does. It, it's a really, really cool visual style. Uh, I also really, really enjoy the large, detailed comic book type graphics of the Marvel versus Capcom series. I don't know if we've got any of that footage. Oh, here we go. Uh, so big, huge, flowing sprites. Uh, we can see uh, my favorite boy there, Ryu. Uh, there's Ken and, and Sean. They're going to take on Golden gold, Iron Man. Golden War Machine. Oh, that's right. He was War Machine in this one because they couldn't get the rights for uh, <laughs> Iron Man for oh some God. reason. But you could get a skin where he was red and gold, so whatever. Really? Yeah. He, that was a bit weird. There was a rights gone. thing. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful... Like that, so that's just a really detailed pixel vibe. No, oh, it's got not so much pixel. I do like pixel art, but it's more of a comic book vibe. So the uh, latest Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, yeah, I did not like, like it all. That oh, was... Yeah. That was Uncanny Valley rubbish. It was awful. Uh, I wanted these types. The big, beautiful sprites that they kept. Yeah. Uh, That they they made famous. This game was made famous because they... You also saw it in um, Marvel superheroes and Children of the Atom and all those types of games. Um... Yeah. Even when you see the artwork for the store... uh, The... Sorry. The the bollards and the advertising. The art is just amazing. Yeah, cool. Anyway, that's what I like. Dan, what do you like? So, my favourite art style or game style is 2.5D. Whoa! So, um, so games like Shadow Complex, um, which is on the screen now. Uh, so, 2.5D, for people who don't know... Oh, look at that guy coming in. <laughs> is, um, so, you're basically, it's basically a side-scroller, like a, a, a... What are they called? Platformer. Yep. But in a, 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 a 3D world. 
So it only kind of, it's kind of really become popularized recently. This was one of the best ones, I reckon. Shadow Complex was amazing. Like, this game is just so good. Um, so, yeah, I just love this. Like, it, so it feels like you're playing like an old school um, handshake to the past. Yep. But you're, you've got the graphics of like modern day, like, so I, it's just got everything that I like in it. Um, another one, a good example is that is what came out yesterday. Mortal Kombat 11 is basic, is 2.5D. Yep. It, it's on a, it's, you know, sideways scroller just on the base. What is it, what's that called? Just on a plane. Uh, like a one, screen. One, um, one parallax. <laughs> parallax. Um, but you're still in the 3D world. And I think like, this gives the, um, the developers an opportunity because it's like, you know, you're not having to make the whole 3D world where everyone can look and find, uh, you know, problems and everything. So you can get these these um, 3D worlds that they can put a, an immense amount of detail in because, like, you know, they don't have to create the whole world. They're just creating a section of the world. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's why these, these games look so good and why I think 2.5D games always look beautiful is because they can concentrate exactly what you see. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at Mortal Kombat, how ridiculous it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, 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 in my opinion, is my favorite kind of art. Well, it's kind of an art style. It's like a game style. I might have, like, misread the question a little bit. No, no, no. I think you know it. it it's an art style. You like that, uh, yeah, that, that, that crisp, uh, well, this is a attention to detail. D, D vibe. And, and also, you, there's nothing new about it. You know what you're doing. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a handshake. No, I'm not a dev. It's a handshake to the past on one, on one plane. <laughs> That's it. Next question. Next one comes from Taylor Hemphill, who asks, or states, with Pokemon Detective Pikachu coming out soon, which looks amazing, and a Mario movie in the works, what Nintendo franchise should come to the big screen next? What do you think, Ben? Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I, well, considering they've already used Mario and Pikachu, there's only one more that you could possibly <laughs> want to do. I want to I want to turn this on the head a little bit. I want to make a pitch for a movie, and as you can see on the screen right here, because Braden clicked the button preemptively, you got it. Is a uh, a Legend of Zelda movie. Um, so my Legend of Zelda movie. What we can see here, by the way, is the IGN April Fool's Day joke they did about eight years ago, uh, where people actually believed that this was going to be a movie. Can you look at this. <laughs> believe that would be a movie. Yeah, it's pretty fan service. Uh, Anyway, uh, so my pitch would be um, it would start off with Link as uh, a little kid in the Cockery Village waking up as he does at the start of every Zelda game and he's just getting picked on by the other Cockery. Um, there's like... Yeah, such Cockeries to him. Yeah, there's like a tournament or something where Link has this uh, crappy little wooden sword and he gets uh, bullied by Mido and Mido gets his sword and like runs away with it and Link's chasing after him and he's getting picked on and they sort of like toss it away from him and play keep away and then they throw it into the Great Deku Tree or the sacred grounds where you're not supposed to go. And then they go, oh, I guess you won't be taking part in the tournament now. So they all scarper <laughs> off and Link goes, oh, no, about this, haven't you? I'm going to go in there. <laughs> I'm a writer. I, <laughs> I do fan I'm going to make mine up as I go along. <laughs> uh, so Link goes in there and he, he finds his sword, but then he sees a better sword over there and like the pedestal and goes, oh, what's that? And goes over and pulls it out. And it's the master sword, but he doesn't age yet. So he goes back and he wins the tournament but little does he know, by releasing the Master Sword, he's also released Ganon. <laughs> so Ganon releases, is released into the world. Oh, Obi-Wan's in it. Uh, there's stuff going down and, and he's uh, you know trying to race back. He's, he wants to get back and put the sword back in. But when he arrives, Princess Zelda's there going, ha, ah, you're the one that stuffed us up. And then from there, you would go along the uh, whole Ganondorf uh, 
and Princess Zelda are in hiding and Link going backwards and forwards through time and just give me a Zelda film. Yeah. Just just give me it. Well, what I would do is not that. Right. Um, so uh, the Nintendo franchise, which I I know something about, I would probably do Metroid. Right. So um, I've, I've found an old uh, fake Metroid trailer here. Um, <laughs> it's actually much better than So mine would just one. be set up in like very like aliens. Yeah. You know, like, you know with that, in that kind of metal-y like, world, you know, with... Um, so what Samus. type of... So mine was a more of a fantasy adventure movie. What's yours? A survival like, horror? Or? Yeah, mine's like a survival horror kind of thing, like aliens. So yep. yeah, you got these... Like, it, it even looks like aliens, even this like fake trailer. And then you got Samus, and it's just basically a survival like kind of one. It goes in, and then you find out that maybe the you know they're going in to kill this big thing, but maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. It's worse. No, they're, they're the Metroids. Metroids were fine in the end. No, they weren't. There was one Metroid that was fine. Yeah, that one mistook, one. It mistook you for its mother. Yeah, well, they find out that it's nice that one one, and then it's like that movie Baby. Remember that the dinosaur one? No, from the eighties. Oh, hang on. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I just wanted, I just thought we had to just say what we should like redo, and I didn't know because I had to do a pitch. And <laughs> and then in the end, she saves the universe, and that she goes home with her little Metroid, and they make friends, little Metroids together. Oh, half the Metroids with a human arm hanging out of it because they made babies. Uh, oh, Ugh. yeah, gross. Anyway, it's time to play Dan versus the world. Ooh. Hey, hey. Brayden. Your camera's not working. No, it is not. Oh, dear. That's interesting. Tonight, the part of Brayden will be played by a big orange spot. Big square. No, you are a big square, Brayden. I'm, I'm a big square, let's be real. While Dan's fixing Brayden, I'll tell you the rules. Dan vs. the World is a musical jukebox quiz game. I have three songs. I will play the first five seconds of the first song. Dan and Brayden, who represent Dan... And Braden representing the world, that's all for all you guys out there. We'll take it in turns asking five questions each. Dan will ask, Dan, and then Braden will ask, Dan will ask, and then Braden will ask. At the end of five questions, they take a guess as to where that music has appeared, what game it appeared in. I do need the full title. If they get it right, they get a point for their uh, selective team. If they do not, the other person has a chance to guess. If they get it wrong, it's a draw. But if they get it right, you guessed it. The point goes over the other side. As you can see, Dan's still trying to fix that camera, so I'm just going to keep on talking. Keep on keeping on? At the moment, Dan, you're on 17. Yeah. Are you? Or is the world on 17? I don't know. The world is not enough. No, Dan, you're on 17, and Brayden, representing the world, is on 16. Now, usually our guests uh, play the part of the world, but when we don't have guests, we have Brayden. Uh Brayden, yo, how, how are you feeling about uh, Dan versus the world? Definitely fine now that my face ain't here, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You might have to just be uh, the square man off screen for this one. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's a pity because you're looking really splendid today. There we go. Thanks, man. You're looking. You're looking really. And the great part is, no one can tell you otherwise. That's right. Now my finger's bleeding. Now, how'd you manage that? Finger's bleeding for some reason. Now nothing's working. So let's get straight into Dan versus the world. <laughs> Nothing's working for me today. It's like the worst day ever. All right, here we go. Song number one. Dan, question number one. Uh, what kind of console is it on? 
I was on the Game Boy. Oh dear. Brayden. Oh boy. Um, okay. Uh, was it released by Nintendo? Like made by them? Uh, it was published by Nintendo. Okay, well, yep. Yep, there you go. Dan, question number so, two. So, on the Game Boy made by Nintendo. Yeah, it really <laughs> narrows it down. Cool. Um, what is the main protagonist thing, player thing? You never learn, do you? Why does it give it away? You're a boy. Yeah, it's always a boy. Or a man. Brayden. Or a white dude. Um, <laughs> uh, what is the main, like, the main general bad guy that you're against, like, majority of the time? Uh, it's a, uh, an, a man who's a bit of a businessman, a uh, bit of a slimy individual, a bit of a crook, but very suave. I just realized how to fix the camera. <laughs> Leave it. It's fine. Dan. Um, number three. What is your weapon? Uh, your weapon. So the primary thing that you use to battle people, uh, is a, uh, a small animal. Okay, now I have to work out which game. Brayden. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, oh, God, okay. Brayden, ask what colour of the world. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's kind of like the, the clear one, hey. Um, was it like the original release? Well, define original because... Like, like the OG, like the, the first round. The first... Oh, so the first round? Yeah. Uh, oh, how do I answer this? Just go for it. I'll say no. I don't know. And I'm being very technical. I don't know the order of them anyway. Okay, Dan, question number four. Um, I guess I should just guess it because I'm never going to guess it. And if Braden gets it, he gets it. And if he doesn't, and I might get it. Mm -hmm. Is it Pokemon Blue? No. Pokemon Yellow. I was going to say Yellow. Uh, So the reason it wasn't in the first round is because I classified Pokemon Green and Red as the first round. Yes. Because I'm a nerd. Is it Green one? Well, Pokemon Green was the original game that came out. Wasn't it just called Pokemon? No. Okay. So, uh, Dan, you got that one? No. Should I see, got that one. Should I see if I can get Brayden just quickly to work? Nah, you're all good. Just leave it. Just well, leave you it. can do it while I'm playing. Oh, Brayden, if you want, you can just cl- double click on your webcam and then ch- maybe it's like it's gone off. It's gone to default. I'll have a look. And while we're doing that, here's the second song. Any moment now. Change. Is that enough stalling time? Yep. Good. Dan, question number one. Um, what is the uh, original... I'm trying to think of a different question. <laughs> what is the original... Um, yep. What's the weapon? <laughs> yep, there we go. What's the weapon? Uh, well, what do you use? What do you use? Blocks. Oh. Brayden, question number one. What console was this one on? Game Boy. Okay. Oh, dear. Sensing a theme? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, question number two. Is it... <laughs> it's Tetris? Yes, it's Tetris. Oh, Yay! Also, Dan, you're on 18. The world's on 17. Brayden, can you tie it up? Can, can I? Can you? Can I? Do you think you can? Are you Maybe. like a little train? You never know. Do you like... Do you like things? Hey, hey Braden's here for the last We're time. Back. Just in time. Yeah, Dan, get back to stadium. Yeah, you get back there. I can fix this now. Okay, here we go. Third song. I'm happy now I fixed something. In fact... Something didn't go wrong. In fact, if either of you get this, 
I'll give Ooh. you double points because I'm so confident neither of you will get it. Damn, okay. Ready? All right, here you go. Wasn't that our opening theme? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Actually, that's not a bad idea. What? Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, my first question is, is it a legitimate game? A legitimate game? Yeah, is it like, or is it some sort of hack? <laughs> it's yeah. not a hack. It's you not a hack. I mean? like, as in bought out by an actual reputable company? Yes, it was 100% brought out by Nintendo. Okay. Brayden, um, question number one. <laughs> question number one. Um, hmm... Okay, is it an is it like an actual like proper game or is it like a feature thing? It's a feature thing. Mm, okay, Dan, question number two. What does that mean? A feature thing? Well, that can be your question. Um, what is? I'm not, I know what console it came out of. <laughs> <laughs> what um genre of game? We haven't asked that. What genre of game is it? Um, it's not a game. Yeah, it's a it's a feature. It's a feature. I don't even know what that means. Well, now you do. It's not a game. Brayden, question number two. Is it a noise of when you use one of the accessories? Yes. Okay. Dan, question number three. What? <laughs> what what does it do? What does it do? What does the accessory do? Are you sure you want to ask that question? No, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Um, what have you talked about this accessory? Are you sure you want to ask that question? Yeah, but uh, we, there's uh, a lot of accessories. Yeah, you've talked about a lot of accessories. Yes, I've spoken about this accessory tonight. Tonight. All right. Brayden, question number three. Damn, we're all just like dancing around like really obvious questions. <laughs> hey, that's why I like this game. Uh, is it one of the things that you brought in? Yes. You just we just asked that, bro. No, 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 no. no because yeah, I've yeah. talked about things I haven't bought in. Oh yeah, you're right. So that was a really that. silly question from Brayden because no, don't don't narrow it down. No shush. Hmm. If you think back to the yeah, show, right. Dan, you can grab I'm this. Pretty one. sure the carry case doesn't have any <laughs> <laughs> electronics in it, but it probably noise. could. Um. Oh my god, I don't know what 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 would make sound from those couple of things it's uh, it's one of two mm-hmm. it's one of these two i reckon yep um what oh, how can i there's nothing i can say <laughs> can i have another can i have a can i have another listen <laughs> you can have another listen here we go hey, here's your listen that's stuff i don't want to hear anymore um Braden, your shop Braden, question number four. Oh god okay uh what color is it what color is it yeah well, it came in a variety of colours. What colour was the one you held up? Well, is that your question? No, that question was his. That was no, his. no. no he, uh, he asked what colour is it, and I said it came in a variety of colours. So now question number five, Dan. It's for double points. Um, double points. Is it? You're going to guess. Ooh. He's narrowed it down. Well, there's only... I'm going to change the rules. If you guess it correctly, you get double points. If you win by default, it's only the normal point. That's a fair shout. Dan? So if I guess this, it's not right. If you guess this and get it correct, you get double points. Oh, okay. But if you guess it and it's wrong, Braden only gets one point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is anymore. I'm just going to say it and end this, this thing. Is it the Game Boy printer? 
that? No. Uh, Do you know why? Why? Because I didn't bring a Game Boy printer with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Game Boy camera? It's the Game Boy camera. Oh, uh, I knew it was one of those. Pr- oh, my God. I had, she had nailed it down. You uh, had. You had it. You so, the world gets out. Hey? So, at the end of that round of Dan versus the world, Dan's on 18 and the world is on 18. Man, I could have got two points then. Tied up. I Man, this is, this is looking really good. I was like really the person good. on the, the Price is Right. You know how they have to get some numbers at the end? And there's only one number left in the middle and they still say the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They just say something completely different anyway. You're the person on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and, it's, and the question is, which character used to collect golden rings? And you go, Danky Kang. <laughs> yeah. That's you. Sanic. Sanic. <laughs> well, even that would be close. We've been Hack the Dino. Can a I find fortnightly- a friend? Nonsense variety show where we bring you all the nonsense in one tight package. Ooh. I'm the tight package. Damn. I'm bringing it to you. We um we should we uh so we do this on YouTube. Yep, we've got some ads that we didn't bring up before. Um, so the people watching us on Twitch, you can uh, we have a YouTube channel where we do a lot, lot, whole lots of things and all this other stuff. Yeah, check out the uh, oh, I don't know how you describe it the uh, copyright infringing video I put up where I made <laughs> games. Sound better by putting the Avengers theme over the top of it at key points. Um, we also, uh, people watching us on YouTube, we have a Twitch channel where I stream every Sunday and we just also goes up live. So if you want to watch us live, do, uh, do this and make comments to Braden and stuff like that of what your thoughts about stuff is, head over to Twitch and maybe um, follow us over there. Any idea what you're going to play this Sunday on Twitch? Um, I was thinking of... Not playing the games I played last week. <laughs> um, I haven't actually made a decision yet. How about getting your uh, 100% legal hyperspin booted up? No. Playing that? Not yet. Okay. I'm still not 100% uh, happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also listen to us over on iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud or Stitcher or Twitcher or Mixer or uh, Bluetooth or Ritunes. The Binger, that's my favourite one. Ear cancer, you can get it there uh, on <laughs> on Avatar Ang. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you uh, you you listen to things, you can hear our sweet dulcet tones. Everyone's ch- everyone's um, tuned out now anyway, because as soon as in any uh, podcast and they start talking about this stuff, I stop it. <laughs> Bye. Well, no, I was I was gonna have my uh, uh, all go, right, go, fine. Come here. Uh, Brayden, it's been episode sixty nine. Nice. Hey, hey, remember, I love you 3,000.